let's move on to the second case. We've got a 65-year-old female. She's had a total hip replacement three days ago, and she'd been complaining of chest pain. You're asked to see her by the nurse on the ward. What would you like to do? So, like in the last case, mm -hmm. just ask the nurse, because this might be over the phone. Just get them to get a set of observations whilst you make your way up yeah. to go and see them, uh, so that we know if they're stable or unstable. Mm -hmm. So this patient, their blood pressure is 125 over 78. Their heart rate is 120. Their saturation is 94% on air. Their respiratory rate is 18, and their temperature is 36.8. So what do you think, stable or unstable? Um, I'd say that they're relatively stable, just yeah. a bit tachycardic, but um, nothing to suggest that she's too unstable at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so given that they're stable, we'll just move straight on to the history. Okay. So, uh, like you told us before, we're going to yeah. use Socrates, aren't we? Yeah. So, so where's the site of this pain? So this is uh, it's a left-sided chest pain. Okay. And when did it come on? Uh, it started about twenty minutes ago. 20 minutes ago, okay. Uh, and how, how is the patient describing this chest pain? Uh, they say it's quite sharp. It's quite okay. sharp in nature, yeah. Is the pain going anywhere else? No. Um, no. It's, there's no radiation in the pain. Um, has she got any associated factors? She's very, very short of breath. Okay. Um, yeah, you notice that when you're talking to her. Okay. Um, and this is, this, is this pain constantly here, or is it coming and going? It's quite constant, actually, yeah. And is there anything that's making it worse? Uh, definitely when she breathes in, uh, the okay. pain's a lot worse, yeah. And how would she rate it out of 10? Um, it's not the worst, well, it feels quite bad, but it's about an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10, yeah. okay. Um, um, so, once again, with the after Socrates, what, what, what other key questions might you want to ask? Well, particularly, has she had this chest pain before? Um, yep, yeah, what else? Uh, has she had a cough or brought up any blood in the cough? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can ask about leg swelling as well. Yeah. Particularly once, has there been a one-sided leg swelling recently? Mm -hmm. Given that she's had the surgery. Mm-hmm. We want to think about a PE. Yeah, so that, that's one of the things that you definitely want to rule out. Yeah. Um, okay, good. So, no, she's never had this pain before and okay. she has no lower leg swelling. Okay, so if we move on to her past medical and surgical history, we know that she's had the total hip replacement. Yep. Um, what are the key things would you like to know? Has she had a previous uh, pulmonary embolus? Um, yeah, or, or a, so, sort of any sort of venous thrombolic events, really, so a DVT, DVT as well. Yep. Yeah. What else do you want to know? Um, is she on any anticoagulation, or does she have any problem, like, um, disorders of coagulation. Yeah, so the, the, some people, obviously with um, things like antiphospholipid syndrome or that sort of thing, they might be more likely to develop them. Um, so you, yeah, you definitely want to ask about that. And I think the same in the family history as well. Yeah. Um, you can ask about all of those as well. Um, what about in the drug history? Um, this, so this lady is a bit older, wasn't she? But for, uh, for how old is she? Yeah. But for young, if it was a young lady, I might think about asking about the contraceptive pill. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And then obviously the allergies again. Yeah. Um, and what about in the social history? What's quite key in that? Um, so for DVTs, does she smoke? Um, does she drink? Mm -hmm. 
and again is she active or has she got a sedentary lifestyle that might you know cause a risk of um you know stasis of the blood mm-hmm. what else is quite key that you might want to ask in the social history for this patient um have they been abroad anywhere and had a long flight anywhere? Yeah, definitely. So any sort of um, any sort of reason for being immobile. Yeah. Like like we said, she's quite she's a bit older, um, but any pregnancy or any anything that's um, made her immobile. Yeah. So this particular patient, she she used to take the oral contraceptive pill, but doesn't anymore. Obviously, um, she smokes about twenty or thirty a day. She doesn't drink and she works in an office. Uh, she doesn't have any allergies. So what would you like to do next? Uh, I want to move on to examine the mm-hmm. patient. Okay. Um, How will you do the examination? So again, just generally general appearance. Yeah. Um, and you said she looks short of breath here. Mm-hmm. Um, we can then listen again, start with cardiac. Yeah. Um, get all, you know, listen to the heart, um, check for any murmurs, check mm-hmm. for JVP. Uh, chest, we can auscultate uh, and percuss. Yeah. Um, and then abdomen again. Feel for the abdomen, yeah. any tenderness. Good. Probably not as important, but it's good just to have a good routine mm-hmm. when examining. Yeah, good. So in in this lady, so her general appearance, she looks like she's in some pain, um, but she's quite alert. Her pulse does feel a bit fast. Um, she's got normal heart sounds. Uh, there's no murmurs, and her JVP is not elevated. Okay. When you listen to her chest. Uh, when you percuss the chest, rather, uh, she, it's, it's a bit hypo-resonant um, in the lower left base. Mm-hmm. And when you listen, there's a there's some reduced air entry in the lower left base, but there's no added sounds. Um, the abdomen's soft and non-tender. What would you like to do next? Um, so we can just do investigations. Yeah. Again, so bedside tests like before. Mm-hmm. Uh, bloods, so we get... Full blood count. Mm-hmm. Uh, check for any infection yeah. or anemia. Yeah. Uh, again, use and ease. Um, always good to know renal function. This lady, uh, if she's on antihypertensives, it's important to know. Mm-hmm. Um, CRP again for infection, and then clotting for this lady. Particulars we th- we think it might be a clot. We want to check there's no clotting abnormalities, and if particularly if we want to treat with um, uh, anti well, a low molecular weight heparin or anything like that. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so the bloods for this lady have come back, and her haemoglobin's 120, uh, white cells are 7.3, sodium's 142, potassium's 5.1, her creatinine's 88, and her EGFR is more than 90, and the CRP is less than 5. So what, what do you think about these? Not concerned about those bloods at the moment. Good. Okay, so you've got the bloods, um, and obviously the bloods don't show anything. What other bedside tests might you want to do? Well, she was saturated 94% on air, which isn't terrible, but actually it's probably a good idea to get an ABG. Yeah. To see actually what her um, PO2 is. Good. So she's um, so you're really good at ABGs, and uh, you're, you've got the results already. So the per pH is 7.37, so you can see the normal, result, normal yeah. ranges over here. So it's 7.37, her O2 6.8, her PCO2 is 4.6, her bicarbonate is 24.6, her base excess is 0.6, and her lactate is 2.4. So, so what do you think about this? Well, she's hypoxic. Yeah. Uh, 
providing I've actually done an ABG and not a VBG, but I trust myself. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the lactate is two point four. That's that's high. Okay. Well, it's it's raised. So what what would you think about from from the raised lactate? So lactate is, shows hypoperfusion. So I'm thinking that there's some poor perfusion. So there could be a clot or again people with sepsis. Sepsis can have raised lactates. Yeah. So you're definitely a bit concerned now. Aren't yeah. You? <laughs> okay. So um. Uh, given that she's got some sort of a chest pain, yeah. what other tests would you like to do? Ah, uh, I can do an ECG, yeah. a chest x-ray. Yeah. Uh, what do you see when you look at this ECG? I think that looks pretty normal to me. Normal sinus rhythm. Okay. So, have you counted the rate? Um, let's have a look. So, rate. So, what does that make it? Is it... About 120? Uh, yeah, so it's about 120. So what would you say if a rate's above 100? It's just tachycardic. Yeah, definitely. So from this ECG, you would say that she's a bit tachycardic. Um, and so the, com the complexes, they look... Yeah, the complexes look normal and regular. Good. So sinus rhythm. Yeah. Okay. No, S1, Q3, T3. <laughs> no, sadly not in this one. She's also had um, a chest x-ray, so going back to your ABCD um, e method, what do you think about this chest x-ray? Okay, so the airway looks clear. I mm -hmm. uh, can't see any fractures in any of her ribs. Uh, cardiac size looks normal. Diaphragm looks normal. No pleural effusions in the uh, angles. Mm -hmm. uh, and everything else, yeah, that, that, no consolidation, so I'd say that's normal chest x-ray. Great. So you've done your bedside test, you've done your imaging, um, and you've taken your history. So if we look back at our differential diagnoses, yeah. uh, and we think about the life-threatening or non-life-threatening, which side would you say? I think this is going to be a, a life-threatening, because she's, she's hypoxic. Yeah, and the lactate was quite high. Yeah. It? yeah. Um, and from our, from our common causes, which one do you think is most likely? Probably a PE. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's one of the ones we're going to think of. So given that we're, we're querying a PE, what would you like to... What sorts of scores or things can you think of? So you can look at a well score. Yeah. Um, so do you know what's actually involved in a well score? So it looks at the risk factors for uh, a DVT or a venous clot. So uh, whether the patient's had surgery, mm -hmm. uh, whether they've got an ongoing malignancy. Yeah. Um, I think is there, is there anything about flight in that, like you know, long term stasis of the blood or sitting still for a long period of time? Um, so sure. there's yes, yeah, so there's there's if you've been bedridden for three days or more, yeah. or had major surgery in the last twelve weeks, um, you you get a point for that as well. And then um, actually scores on the examination as well. So if the calf is swollen, mm -hmm. um, to greater than three centimeters compared to the other one. Yeah. Uh, and then if there's collateral veins present, which might suggest there's a clot. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the rest of them. I'll just probably get it up on the computer. Yeah, so that, that's, the, that's the handy thing is you can always, if you don't know, you can always get it up. Um, and you actually get minus points uh, if there's any other diagnosis that may, uh, may, be, may be more likely okay. um, than a DVT. So, yeah, essentially the, the well score is just a, is more to look at DVTs than for PEs. Um, but with this, this patient didn't have any uh, leg swelling, did they? No. No. Even that we're suspecting a PE, 
uh, we're going to obviously discuss with our senior. And um, what what do you think they'll recommend? Which test do you think they'll recommend that we do next? Probably a CTPA. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we've got an image up here uh, of this patient's CTPA. Um, and uh, what do you think this shows? Mm. So I think it shows some filling defects. Right. In the, it just looks a bit odd in the pulmonary um, vas you know, vasculature, so there's probably emboli in there, I'd guess. Yeah, so when we've got a confirmed PE, um, if the patient's stable, their blood pressure's not, yeah. um, so they're not hypertensive or anything, what, what sort of treatment should you give them? We'd give them treatment dose clexane, mm -hmm. so inoxaparin. Yeah, um, and if they're unstable? Uh, you can thrombolise them. Yeah. Good. Would this lady class as unstable or stable? So I think that she's got sinus tachycardia, but apart from that, her blood pressure is fine. Okay. You know, she's, yeah. If we give her a bit of oxygen, hopefully that, you know, her sat should come up a bit. Um, so, um, so yeah, we're gonna, we'll, we probably would have treated with an oxaparin with her. Okay. Thank you for listening to another podcast brought to you by School of Surgery. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at School of Surgery, on iTunes on podomatic at schoolofsurgery.podomatic.com and finally by searching School of Surgery on YouTube. Thank you very much and see you next time.